thank you for joining us on Happy Hour, man. Yeah, thank you for having me. Much appreciated, man. Where are you uh, joining us from? So I am from very rural Pennsylvania. I am uh, in the, the tucky part of Pennsylvania. So <laughs> nice. <laughs> okay, the so is that that's right by the border. Yeah, I'm actually down at the uh, the county I live in is on the southern border between Maryland. So I'm about about three hours from Baltimore, about two hours from Pittsburgh, and about three three and a half hours from Philadelphia. So it is very much the middle of nowhere. It is uh, it is so remote that when people who live in Pennsylvania ask me where I'm from and I tell them like I don't know where that is, I'm like, yes, that wow. is exactly true. <laughs> That's incredible. Well, uh- the thing about Pennsylvania, right, is I, I've lived here my entire life, right. and they will still mention counties that I swear to God they just made up on the spot. They're like, we're coming to you from Wagahugging County. I'm like, that's not a real thing. That didn't exist before today. I don't I don't buy it. That's amazing. That's amazing. Oh, well, we're, we're, we're blessed to have you here, man. Uh, Access Deny from, from my team uh, uh, put you sort of on my radar and, and – uh, and, and put us together here. And I'm, I'm super excited to be able to, uh, to speak with you for, for those of, uh, my fans who are watching and are, are unfamiliar with your work. Um, talk to the people about, about, uh, who you are and, and, and what you do. Sure. I'm, uh, Justin Jordan and I write comic books. I, uh, broke into comics 10, actually 10 years ago this year. Um, the 10th anniversary was in October with a book called the strange talent of Luther Strode. Um, and, I kind of, it was funny, I went from, I labored in obscurity for 10 years Mm. doing small press work and stuff that nobody heard of, and then I pitched Strode, and I did that, and then I immediately had a comics career that has continued for the last 10 years. So I have written, uh, done a bunch of comics for DC, who does Batman and Superman, so I have written, I've actually written Superman, albeit briefly, uh, and Superboy. I've done Team 7, Green Lantern, that kind of thing. I've worked a little bit at Marvel doing Monsters Unleashed. Um, I've done a bunch of stuff at Image. I've had four series at Image Central and uh, three with Skybound. Um, And I've worked for kind of everybody. I currently also do um, Urban Animal over at uh, Webtoon, which is probably my... Probably my most successful creator own thing. I was going to say it's my most well-read thing, but uh, I write the comics that are included in the Call of Duty mobile app, which gets read by like three million people a month. Wow. So that's like far and away. Yeah, and I don't, I, I, you know, I don't think my name is on them. So I, like, I don't right. know that anybody knows that I actually do that. Like, it's not a secret, but like, right. Right. I think the way they i not not credited for it. Um, but yeah, I do Urban Animal, which is a, a web comic over at Line Webtoon, which is uh, we're just getting ready to wrap our fourth season in a couple of weeks, uh, and we are heading into our fifth and final season, so we're getting up to the uh, the big ending. Um, and I've also done a little bit of television and that kind of stuff. So I've been I've been busy. Incredible, man. Well, well, congratulations on all of the success these past 10 years. You're, you're crushing it, man. And it's so cool to hear about. Uh, one, one question I have, you know, you, you've worked with like DC and, and all of these other, uh, you know, comic book companies where the characters and the universes kind of already exist, right? And, and then you've also created your own stories from scratch. Which is more exciting or fun for you as, as a comic book writer? Do you prefer to create your own characters and build your own universes? Or is it just as exciting or more so to sort of be able to contribute to these pre-existing comic universes? 
You know, it's a hard question to answer. It it's uh, I slightly prefer doing the creator own stuff because mm. you know you're doing your own thing and you're kind of you've got nobody to answer to but yourself. But unlike a lot of there's a fair amount of people who don't like doing the work for hire stuff in shared universes, but I actually do because uh, for one thing, like I'm a, I'm an old school comic book geek. But I started started reading comics when I was two years old. One of my earliest memories is uh, reading. Popeye the Sailor Man, and I say reading, I was like two, so I just remember looking at it, and it was right. it was an issue of Popeye that had the sea hag and the goons, Okay, um, and I never got away from it. So the idea that I'm contributing to these universes that I've been reading my entire life, it's just, it's just dope. I'm, I'm into it. And yeah. also, from a, from a strictly, like, craft standpoint, there is something about working within limitations that's actually, like, fairly cool. Like, it's... Yeah. It's kind of like poetry in a weird way, like where you where you pick like a, a rhyme scheme and you just stick to it. And right. that constraint is kind of so challenging and own fun. So I actually really like doing both of it. And I've got to do some really cool stuff. Like they uh, I remember a few years ago I did Green Lantern versus Planet of the Apes. Mm. Uh, and they, they contact me and that's just cool, right? Like you get to write talking <laughs> apes, man. Oh. Like they were like they were like, we want you to write uh, Planet of the Apes. I'm like, and they're like, there's more. I'm like, yeah, but I heard the part I'm interested in. So, just, you know, we're, we're good. That's incredible, man. That's incredible. I, I relate so much to that whole concept of creative limitation, you know, helping the, the craft and helping you along with your work. I think for me, I mean, that's part of the reason why I enjoy freestyling so much and sort of being handed three words, for example, or, or being sort of given the topic to create about, um, because in some ways having that assignment and having those sort of confines that are set up in advance, it's, it helps me to focus my creativity. And it's like, well, what can I do within this sort of space? You know? That's exactly it. And honestly, even even within my own creator own stuff, like I, I will sometimes come up with kind of like rules or like things I want to do. So like in Luther Strode, right, like I had this thing where I wanted each issue to have at least two action scenes. Mm. And in a way, in figuring that out, like there's one scene in there where basically Luther's having kind of what it turns out to be kind of a hallucination, but it's actually one of my favorite sequences that I ever did. And if I hadn't done that rule for myself, I wouldn't have had that scene in there. So that that kind of constriction actually leads to greater creativity, I think. I think it's one of those, when you when you limit your own kind of tool set, you know, you give yourself more creativity rather than less. Yeah, I agree. I agree 100%. Um, question, have you ever done other forms of, of writing, other forms of fiction other than comic books, or has it always been comic books for you? It's, uh, it's mostly been comics. I, so I, uh, it's funny. So whenever people ask me for writing advice, my, my three word writing advice is write, finish, repeat. Despite that, I have like 15 unfinished novels that I have, uh, that I've tried to do. Right. And I've done some short fiction. I'm actually, I I actually need to finish one by the end of the month for an anthology. So I'm Mm. trying to get back to it. And I've written a couple of television pilots now and I've done some screenplays and that kind of stuff. So I, I've moved away from it. It's funny. I, I went to college. Uh, I'm old enough. Uh, I'm, I'm 43. So I'm not entirely ancient, but being 43 <laughs> and being from rural Pennsylvania wasn't really on the internet before I went to college. Right. So I didn't know how to get into comics, but I did know how to get into movies and television, which granted it's real hard, right. but there is a path. Whereas like back then for comics, they were like, like so i was actually trying to do that first and then i figured out how to get into comics and now i've sort of 
backed my way into doing kind of movies and television stuff, which is, you know, just an interesting kind of thing. And it's funny. People are like, so you got into comics to do movies? I'm like, no, I want to do movies and television so I can do more comics because the pay is way better. Right. Absolutely. Absolutely. That's cool. Do you enjoy the film and TV stuff? I do. I do. It's it's kind of like the work for hire thing. It's just a different sort of creative challenge. It's got its own kind of roles and rhythms and stuff. It's right actually proved to be a little more difficult than I anticipated in, in a weird way. Right. Because the way you write for television is similar, so similar to comics that it's actually harder than it mm. would be if it were more different. Right. It's this weird muscle memory thing. Cause I find myself wanting to do stuff that works in comics and will not work for television in terms mm. of like writing the actual script. Cause the scripts look nearly identical, but they're different. So it's one right. of those like, I think it's like trying to throw a softball versus a baseball. If you're like a professional pitcher, like you've just got all this muscle memory about how to do a thing. And you've got this other thing. You're like, it's too similar. Like it would be easier if it were different. Right. I get you. Yeah. Cause it's just that slight tweak. So you, you, all that, all that muscle memory and pre-programmed stuff that you can normally do. I kind of relate it to like, you know, I, I freestyle and improvise obviously. And, and sometimes I'll be in environments where they're like, okay, cool. But, um, you know, it's a corporate event. So you can't say this, this, or that, you know, the, the, here are three words that are off limits. And also if you could, you know, remember to say that the event is on Tuesday, the 17th and things like that, all of a sudden there's these like slight <laughs> tweaks to what I do, where it's like basically what I do, but slightly altered and the more of those filters you apply the harder it gets because all of a sudden you you're not completely free to do what's natural um so i i, I feel that man 100 percent. oh that's gonna be brutal freestyling too because you gotta hold that all in your head live while you're doing it so yeah. like that's uh eventually it hits that's a point. amazing eventually it hits a point where it's like i always say if uh it'll hit a point where it just needs to be written. And if that's the case, then like, you know, I'm not the right guy. Like, you know, I don't want to do it anymore. It's like, there's so many yeah. filters that it's like, well, it sounds like you want me to just write it and, and then you can approve it and it'll be good to go. The whole fun of the improv is, is sort of having as few limitations as possible. Um, but it's funny. Uh, I also, I wanted to ask you, man, cause I know you work closely on, on your projects with, uh, Trad Moore, the artist. Is that right? Yes. Um, yes. Talk about like what that relationship is like between a comic book writer and the artist. I'm really curious how those collaborations look. Is it you do all the writing first and and hand it off to the artist, or is there more back and forth along the way? What does that kind of look like? You know, it it varies from project to project. So Trad and I, Trad and I have known each other for a long time. I I had contacted him actually in 2009, so we're 12 years in, um, and Trad was 19 when we first met. Um, and so with Trad, uh, it is very much a back and forth kind of thing, Mm -hmm. uh, which is actually how I prefer to work, which is like, I will, so with Trad, when we were doing, um, and it actually evolved over the course of Strode. So with the first Luther Strode, the first series, I was basically like, okay, here's the script, but like, if you want to make changes to how we're doing stuff, just go for it and just let me know. Right. And then I'll, I'll, I'll tell you if it's like messing up anything important, which it generally hasn't. Yeah. Um, but Chad and Felipe, the colorist, and I have formed what we immediately formed what we refer to as the hive mind because we just think about things the same way. So we're always yeah. almost always on the same page. So by the time we did the third one, I actually did the plotting and stuff. Me and Chad would just sit down and talk about like what we wanted to have happen in each issue. And then I'd write a script and then he'd do edits that and send it back to me and back and forth. 
Um, yeah. And that to me is kind of the ideal way to do it. But like over the course of the career, it really varies. Like you, when you're doing corporate stuff, you really can't do that as much. Like there's right. just too many, too many stakeholders basically. Sure. And some artists just don't want to do it. Like I, I'm always surprised, but there are some people who are just like, give me a script and tell me what to draw and I'll draw it. I'm like, all right. Like, I mean, it's not, <laughs> that doesn't seem super fun to me, but like, Hey, I, I can roll with it. Um, sure. And anything in between. Um, and it's the same thing with like when some of it, when you're doing like work for hire stuff, like you just don't know who the artist is going to be. And that, yeah. that does change the way the script works and that kind of stuff. And then with work for hire stuff, especially a lot of times you will be working with artists whose first language isn't English. Um, mm-hmm. And even if they speak English really well, like there's just like kind of colloquial Americanisms that just don't translate that sure. you like need to go. It didn't happen to me, but one of my favorite examples of that was a writer was writing about a, a meteorite approaching, and he was like, it looms in the sky like a death's head, uh, just meaning that it was all ominous. Yeah. And uh, and the artist who just didn't know that phrase, like Googled it or whatever, and he just drew this meteorite with a giant skull on it, which was metal as hell, right? It was <laughs> awesome. So- like, they all went with that. But yeah. like it was just because and so you can't do that kind of stuff and you gotta be kind of cognizant of that. So right. the working process really varies every project is a little bit different, which is part of the fun, right? Like I imagine that's part of the fun of freestyling is it's different every time. And I 100%. think comics and working people is the same kind of deal. Like every every relationship is different and every working process is different. Absolutely, man. Absolutely. A meteorite with a skull on it is freaking awesome, dude. Like I, I love that. It was <laughs> Oh, I, I was looking at it like, yeah, that is a thousand percent better, which is, you know, that's always what you want as a writer. When the artist brings something that is way better than what you wrote, you're like, oh yeah, that's better. Yeah. Go for that. That's, yeah. you know, and that way you also get credit for it. You're like, right. yeah, I'm going to take some sweet credit for your hard work. <laughs> right. That's amazing. Um, speaking of skulls and, and the like, uh, can you talk about like the horror movie or the horror genre kind of influence in the stuff that you do? Cause it seems like from what I looked at, there's, there, there's kind of a, a horror influence going on in terms of the imagery. Oh, yeah, yeah. I, I, I do a lot of horror work. Um, horror movies and, and comic books were kind of my thing growing up. Uh, yeah. and they, they have just sort of, sort of leaked into the into it i also end up having i have kind of a pitch black sense of humor too which sort of like makes the horror thing leak in yeah but yeah strode strode was explicitly i was looking at how there were superheroes that from a weird point of view are not that different than slashers right like Mm -hmm. so you take the punisher right the punisher is a guy, and if you've transgressed, he is going to kill you with a weapon, and you can't stop him, and he will never, ever stop. Right. Well, that's also Jason, right, from the Friday the 13th movie. Like, right. the the outside is different, right? Like, the, the aesthetics of it are different, but the fundamental thing is kind of similar. Right. And so, when I was doing Strode, I was like, well, what if I wrote a thing where a guy thinks he's becoming a superhero, but he's really becoming a slasher? Yeah. And that was kind of the genesis of it. Um, and so, yeah, I, I, uh, my, I like comic books, I like horror movies, and I like crime novels. And, like, all three of them end up coming into my work a lot. Like, I, I do occasionally try to do stuff that's a little not that, and it finds, I find it bleeding in anyhow. Um, yeah. But it's also funny. Uh, I, have, I have found that uh, every horror author I know is, like, a cat-loving, cheerful, like, nice person, which I think <laughs> is true of me and I 
my cat is sitting right there uh, doing her thing. Amazing. And every person I know that does comedy, when they're not actually like acting and being funny, is like, screw the world, man. Everything sucks. I can't yeah. take it Like, it's always funny. I guess the horror people get it all out on the page. Right. That's so true, man. That is very funny. Yeah, I've I've been more nervous than ever uh, in the the few occasions where I've been like part of a comedy show. I'm not a comedian at all, but but there's there is sort of a crossover in terms of like freestyles often evoke yeah. laughter, and there's the whole improvisational element and the crowd work thing. But uh, no, I always get nervous backstage because the energy is so heavy. Yeah, it really is. Like yeah. anytime I've interacted with like comedy people, like and, and I like them, but like I'm like, man, you guys are intense. Like I'm just. <laughs> It's not that way. So. Right. Right. Um, well, Justin, we're, we're so happy that uh, you made some time to stop by the show. I, I would love to uh, collaborate real quick here on a freestyle if you're up for it, man. If you have some words you want to yeah, throw me. Totally. Sure. So my words were, I wrote this down because yeah. I'm over prepared. Uh, it is Batman, parkour, and oblong. Oblong. Wow. Yeah. Oblong. Batman parkour and oblong and parkour is like climbing up walls and stuff and like utilizing the environment to to do crazy athletic things right yep beautiful okay it's running running with extreme style (laughs) i love that running with extreme style amazing uh justin jordan is here with us uh comic book writer extraordinaire and uh we're gonna do a freestyle together the words are batman parkour and oblong Let's have some fun, man. I'm ready. Let's see what we got. Yeah, yo. Uh, yeah, 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 okay. Uh, yeah, yeah, okay. Uh, yeah, 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 yeah. H-Mac off the top, live rap reporting. I'm locking in right now with Justin Jordan. Yeah, my lyrics about to leave all you shook. I swear to God, my life feels like a comic book. Uh, I be going crazy when I'm rocking for rap fans. I'm here to save the day with no cape. I'm like Batman. Yeah, I'm popping up and I'm ready to amaze. I built a custom studio booth inside a cave. Uh, in my Batmobile, I love to ride round. I can't sleep until I hang upside down. You feel the vibe now. Hey, yo, I'm about to spew butane around town. They call me Bruce Wayne, Mac popping up. Y'all know I'm here to get it done. Heart and soul, just a couple places that I spit it from. Test, one, one, two, make the mic spark right. Popping up out of nowhere, I be the dark knight. Thought provoker with more flavor than okra. Claiming that you on my level, haha, use a joker. Yeah, every time I rhyme, get cash and I dip. You such a joker, I'ma leave you with a slash on your lip. H-Mac, next level. Y'all know I spit insane. I'm progressing from the first to the second frame yeah if you whack then i wouldn't want to be a correct correct bam this is on a modapia h-mac coming through i never spit the bowl i'm coming at your planet with a comet that's a skull h-mac y'all know that i'm never gonna settle yo the comet's gold is crashing your planet we heavy metal let's rock uh h-mac i spit the lyrics hardcore give you bars more run with style like parkour yeah y'all know that i love them all i feel like spider-man with parkour i climb up a wall h-mac making combinations Y'all know that I'm wild You never seen nobody run with this much style Yeah, and y'all know that I rap and scorch My mind between two confines It hops back and forth Boost my 
elevation going higher and higher whenever I'm the number one rhymer inspiring fire I come through to deliver I paint a picture that's much sicker y'all know my brain be thinking much quicker yeah coming off the top you know I bring them true words superheroes might be the villains just ask Luther H Mac I'm coming through to make it look easy yeah my man been writing comics for DC it's every Mac come off the top with the God song I'm stretching out my brain till it looks oblong and y'all know that I get loose with the vocals you ain't in my cypher circle excuse I'm an oval H Mac I'm coming for my styles they gon' beg my brain is oblong it be looking like an egg yeah and everyone loves how I control the skill I change my rhythm like an egg when it's rolling down the hill H Mac I get it popping with the oblong shape and people be digging the way that H Mac can create hold up I told you I got love for everyone supporting much love to our guest Justin Jordan let's go Wow, <laughs> uh, that was amazing. Thank you, man. Appreciate it. Appreciate uh, it. You you inspired all of the material to 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 uh, which is obvious, but I I, I wanted to let you know. <laughs> <laughs> that was dope. Thank you, man. Thank you. Well, I'm glad you were able to come by the show, man. Thank you so much for being here. Uh, where can people check out your work? Uh, anything you want to plug? Please let the people know, man. Yeah, thanks for having me, man. Much appreciated. Um, people can go to justinjordancomics.com or uh, justinjordancomics on Instagram. I post a bunch of stuff from uh, my uh, various comics up there and pictures of my cats. So, you know, it's the, the sweet <laughs> Beautiful, man. I love it. I love it. Uh, well, thank you again, Justin. Thanks for stopping by, man. Uh, everybody in chat, please make sure you go check out this man's work. Uh, he's killing it. And uh, I hope we can connect some other time. Thanks, man. Much appreciated. It was, right. it was great. Awesome. Take care, bro.